they requested for a king and God gave them a king so so in battles they won't see a man leading them giving command commander in chief <laughs> then one day they had a very interesting battle. Sometimes when we come to church, when you are in a group, most people are bold when you are in the book group. When you become face to face, sometimes it's very, very difficult for people to face things by their own. But if it is things by a group, People have faith for that. So this group met a situation and the situation was one-on-one. In this world, sometimes we come face-to-face with a situation, a problem. That problem is not a general problem that we all come together. We're not going to sit down and make you cheat us one, one day. This problem is your own problem. And if you don't move it, it will move you. <laughs> if you read First Samuel chapter 17, that's the story of the Philistines who have always been a thorn <laughs> in the life of Israel. And they've been fighting and they never stop fighting. <laughs> so these Philistines picked a battle. Sometimes you don't ask for war, but war will ask for you. Israel did not say they wanted to fight, but Philistines say we are going to fight you. And this kind of battle, we will determine how it should be fought. It's not a battle that a nation will face a nation. It's a battle that each one will bring his strong man. The one that conquered the other one means that he has won the battle. Then he stood and cried out to the armies of Israel 
and said to them, Why have you come out to line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine? And you, the servant of Saul, choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me. Choose a man. Which one of you will go? This one is choose a man. And for 40 days, this man will come. They were pitched, these people were pitched on a mountain, and the other was pitched on a mountain, and there was a valley in between them. At least, there's a dividing something that you can easily run. <laughs> so anyone that wants to fight me, come. And before you fight, you must go into the valley first. Nobody was ready to go. And for 40 days and 40 nights, this giant will come and put fear on them. And thank God we have over 40 days. And at the end of the 40 days, your giant must be destroyed. Then this David was sent to send bread. He wasn't an army. He wasn't part of the military, even though he was a, a, an Israelite. He was the unlikely person that anybody would choose. But God wanted to fight the battle. There was no man for God to use to fight. So he placed, what the devil does is that he creates fear. Tell somebody fear. Last week I spoke about, or two weeks I spoke about faith. God uses faith to give you victory. The devil uses fear to defeat you. Fear. His waist, his height, his, I think he's about nine feet high. His weight, no human being, we haven't got the weight yet on earth. You look at the man. When you stand, you have to lift your eyes and look at him. And sometimes his size alone, even though you haven't tried his strength, his size alone put fear in you. Sometimes the size of a problem is the one that put the fear in us. Our mind then begins to calculate the size and, and, and has a way of putting strength to that size and that alone. Compare it to yours and before you finish, you are demoralized. This was what was happening to Israel. They were captured in their mind, in their life. They were paralyzed with fear. Fear can Paralyze. If I tell you what fear can do, you would be really, really, you will really fight your fears. The way to fight the fears was the psalmist. David understood how to fight the fear. Anytime the man spoke, 
The Bible says that everybody ran in, te- in terror, with fear. His speech alone created terror and fear. He never fought them. He just will speak words. And words carries other faith or fear. When I don't like sitting among places where they will create words of fear in me. How many of you know that words can carry fear? How many of you have heard about coronavirus? Let me see your hands if you've Even before it entered into Ghana, we heard that the disease is killing people. Isn't it? Before we got it in Ghana, everybody, including our president, was crippled in fear. Not only Ghana president, all over the world. The big Superpowers who have all the big guns were afraid. The entire world, it was in China at, at that time, the entire world started, there was fear that was created all around, even though none of them have seen one before. We were afraid before it arrived. And after now, some of you have never seen it. You've only heard. Isn't it? And that's why some of you don't believe it. But it's real. <laughs> Fear has a way of crippling people. It crippled the entire nation of Israel. It kept them and the bondage. Then God brought a young man who feared nothing apart from God. He came on the scene and Goliath, he heard Goliath speaking. And the way he saw these soldiers who are always bold when they come among civilians. For he was a civilian. When his brothers come, hey, and everybody's afraid of them. He saw these soldiers that they too, they are afraid. Including the king himself. They will run at the word of a single man. And nation was imprisoned by a word of a man. Not entire people were speaking, only one man spoke. And the entire nation was under bondage and under fear. And this young man came. He heard it. And when he heard it, he saw it from a different perspective. Sometimes fear is your perspective of things. This is why you see it. The way you see the thing. Some people see uh, 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 
I told you there was, there was some time a friend was running. He was running and afraid. He said, snake, 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 snake. He's afraid of snakes. Another friend went there and said, where is the snake? He said, here is it, here is it, here is it, here is it, here is it. I, uh, the guy didn't see the snake. It was a stick that was lying down. Even when the friend said, it is a stick. He said, no, 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 this is a stick. Until he went and picked the snake. And he started running. And hit it on the ground and saw that it was a stick. So sometimes your mind can have mental pictures of your defeat, of your destruction, of something before the thing can. But God wants us to overcome those. And this gentleman came and told the people that I'm going to give you hope. This man, we are all hearing, they all heard the same word, but one saw different thing. They saw the same man, heard the same word, but there's a different way the other one took it. For David, he said that this is just a speech just to make himself happy. He saw the huge man. He did not see it as a huge man. He said, this man, he's too big for me to miss. It's a large surface that I cannot mess with my target. Sometimes the smaller surface like me is difficult to shoot. But the larger surface, even if you are not uh, perfect, you can make, and you get the thing. He said, this one, very easy. If I put a needle there, and I put a large, this one there, and I ask you to shoot the needle, Target the naked needle and get it, or target this one to get it. Which one will you choose? Huh? The needle. The needle. The needle, you are likely to what? To miss it. But this one, how? You can just point and close your eyes, and you know you get the target because the surface is too light. So the same problem, but different perspective from the two sides. He saw it, this is easy for me. And this one saw it, this is this. He saw it as a promotion. He saw it that, look, my wife is inside this problem. Sometimes you have to solve a problem to get your wife. Then David spoke to the man who stood by what shall be done for the man who likes, uh, who kills this word, this Philistines, and takes away the reproach from Israel? Fear can bring reproach. And they said, they said, look, what the king will do that, he will do this and do that and do that and do that. You know, when you are afraid, you, are, you can. When people you are negotiating with a fearful person, eh, you'll be on top. Whatever you say, you say yes, sir. And to the extent that he was ready to give his wife to a shepherd boy, 
under normal circumstances, the king will never allow his, 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 his daughter to marry, excuse me to say, maybe a mason. But masons are very good. I'm not under. Or Ghana, you say, fitter. When they ask your child to go and do a carpenter, you say, ah! But carpentry, this. Someone that sits, you sit in your room. Who, who did it? You slept on his work, he, on, on his work to give birth to your daughter. And you don't want to give your daughter to that man. So the shepherd was the least and the lowest. Nobody trusted them. No wonder that is the people God revealed Christ to. The birth of Christ to. Nobody respected them. They cannot be trusted for anything. But that was what God used. He takes the Base things to confound what is great. He takes the weak to bring victory to those who think they are strong. If you're weak today, God is going to use you even to bring strength to others. But David had this idea to overcome your fear. First, you must know the presence of God with you. He knew God was with him. And once God is with me, nobody can overcome me. So have this in you, the presence of God. He has promised you, I will be with you even to the end of the world. He hasn't said, I will stop on the way. Sometimes, because we don't feel God, because we don't see God, we are not conscious about his presence. The, the psalmist said, oh, right, oh, Psalm 23, verse 4. Psalm 23, verse 4. I love that. Oh, he said, Let's read Psalm 23, verse 4. And you will know that, Yea, though I walk what? Through the valley of what? The shadow of what? Death. That is a place to be feared, isn't it? A valley of what? The shadow of what? Death. In between the mountain, they have to come to the valley. And that is the place of death. And this huge man is going to meet you there. How are you going to survive? Even though while I walk there, I walk into that valley, I am not afraid. I will fear no evil. For you are with me. God present is with me so I can meet Goliath down there in the valley if there is a need for us to meet there I will meet him there it is called the valley of the shadow of death there is death there that's why everybody is running away from but I will descend there and meet the man there and destroy death there and come back If God is 
with you. Who can be against you? Goliath? No. Who else? No mountain will be able to overcome you. Psalm 31 verse 13 and 14. Psalm 31 verse 13 and 14. He said, fear was on every side. Let's read it. For the slander of many. Fear is where? On every side. Sometimes you are there. There's fear on the left, fear on right. Fear at the back, fear in front. Fear everywhere. Fear at your workplace. Fear at home. Fear everywhere. Even church. Fear. Let's, let, 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 me continue, let me continue. While they take counsel together against me, they scheme to take away my life. Oh, let's continue to verse 4. That says, But as for me, I trust in you. Oh Lord, I say you are my God. There might be... Fear on my left, fear on my right. If they may be scheming to destroy your life, the solution is your trust should be in the Lord. David trusted in the Lord. He did not trust in his ability. He did not trust in his wisdom. He did not trust in his height. He did not try, trust in his strength. He did not even trust in his training. He trusted the Lord of God. Anytime you are afraid, anytime you're surrounded with fear, I want you to know the best way to do is that just trust in the Lord. And anyone that trusted in the Lord, God will never let you down. Moses was surrounded like that by the sea. Israelites were surrounded by, that, by the sea and by everything and they were crying. What shall we do? They saw the enemies coming, not to come and kiss them, not to come and bring them flowers, but they were coming with guns. A, might, a, a nation naturally stronger than them. There was no way they could fight those people and win. And they cried. To the extent that Moses himself Cried. Anytime Moses cried, I said, there's trouble. And God said, Moses, all that you've done, trust me, I was able to take you from this man's hand. Am I not able to keep you and protect you? He's done one before. So he can do the next one. Sometimes look at small victory you have chopped before. Small thing God has done for you before. Then they know that that same God can do that big thing for you. He said, what is in your hand? He said, just stretch it. You don't need to cry. The answer is in your hand. It is your mind that is calculating how you are going to be defeated. Some of us, we are, we, 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 we are calculating in our mind our failures, our defeat. Don't calculate. This is not a mathematical uh, uh, Solution that okay, if this is this and the height 
is this and the weight is this and my heart is this let it this when i find a proportion mm, it's not proportionate so this one can swallow this this will be a subset of that no see yourself in god don't see yourself in yourself if you see yourself in yourself you will be defeated. But if you see yourself in God, you will defeat your enemies. When you read Psalm 56, from verse 3 to 4, today I'm in the Psalms. Whenever I am what? Afraid. What do I do? See, Whenever fear comes, the solution to your fear is to trust God. The solution why he, he wasn't afraid, David wasn't afraid because he trusted God. How did he trust God? He said, look, that same God who delivered the lions and the bear, even that he's trusting him, that same God will help me. To kill this uncircumcised Philistine. I have tasted that God with my bare hands. He's helped me. When I was hungry, I didn't know how my family would eat. God sustained me. When I wasn't working and I didn't have anything, people think I would die. God sustained me throughout years and years. Is it now that he wants to kill you? If it's been able, you didn't know what to eat the next day, but you ate. So then you get up. You didn't know how your children would go to school. They went. You get up. You didn't know how, uh, 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 how, how you, could, you could survive that disease, but you survived it. So if you survived that one, it might not be the same disease. It might not be the same thing. You can take that. If God helped me with little food when I was hungry and didn't know anybody. Look, when it comes to sickness, he can also help me in it. When it comes to this one, he can also help me. So just get a little testimony and you will overcome the devil by the testimony of your word. Sometimes what the devil does is that he brings stories about defeated people. When you're sick, they say you've got this. He'll tell you, A got it and died. B got it and died. C got it and died. He will never tell you how many got it and survived. What is the guarantee that you two will die? If others survived, even if nobody survived before, you should say, I should be the first person to survive this thing so that others can have faith that God can heal this disease. 
hope you're getting me. I'm, I'm boring you. Eh? Psalm 91, I love it. I like the entire Psalm 91. He says that the Lord is my refuge. God is the one I will run. I'm hiding him. He's protecting me. God is my bunker. So when I enter into him, you can throw your bomb, it won't get me. I'm protected. What helped Israel? The reason why they didn't get enough, uh, a lot of this is because they have, a, they have a place that whenever they run to, the thing will fall on it, it won't do anything. Let me tell you, he is our protector. It doesn't matter what your name is, where you came from. God is your protector. We also have to trust in his word. Psalm 119 verse 165. We also have to trust in his word. When God says something, great peace have those who love your law and nothing causes them to stumble. Once you love the laws of the Lord, he said nothing when he said nothing, it means no thing. I love it. No thing. Nothing caused him to what? To strong. Prophet 1 verse, great peace have those. Have who? Who what? So this call is qualified those who love the law of the Lord. How many of you love? So now you pick the Bible, you want to read God's word, that for some of us, it is a sleeping tablet. How do you know that it's more difficult to read the Bible? Like the social media you have. You can go through your lesson and read all other, all other things. You come to the Bible. I give you 30 minutes. Or it should be what should be sweeter. It's like honey. He said, when you, the word of God is like honey. When you take it, it might be too sweet that you want to eat it all the time. But the well have exchanged the honey with sugar. Well, you enjoy it like sugar. But you had got diabetes and other things attached to it. Let me tell you, the word of God is like honey. Desire the sincere word, the word of God. Desire, if your desire is not dead, call, pray on him, on it. Say, God, let me love your word. Let me desire your word. Let your word be sweeter to me like honey. Lord, if I don't take your word, if I don't open your word that day, don't let me feel, let me feel like if I don't open my phone. Now, some of you, if the day you don't open your phone, it's like you are sick. 
The day, the day you don't tweet, the day you don't, uh, how do you call it, worship, the day you don't do this, it looks like something is wrong with you. If I take away everybody's phone here, some of you become crazy. Yeah, then, it's the one that keeps you. We are addicted. Addiction. And yeah, they don't want food. Yeah, addiction. There are good things and good stuff you can get there. But let us learn and to enjoy the word of God. That was what David enjoyed the word of God. He loved the word of God. Anytime he want to, he will take the word. I love God's word. Your word is a shield unto me. Your word is a He knows what God's word is unto him. I know. It is great. It is mighty. May the Lord help us to have this victory in our life. It is God who he makes Psalm 34 verse 4 which Psalm, 4, Psalm 34 verse 4 he also makes a way He's, he does seek for deliverance from God. Also seek for say, I sought the Lord. Say I sought the Lord. We need to seek God more than anything. We seek God and when you seek God, what do we get? I sought the Lord, and what? And he heard me and delivered me. From where? From what? From what? David will always seek the Lord. Look for the Lord. This is what I like about David. Anytime David even is going to war, they always say, and David, if you look through the Bible, and David inquired from the Lord. There was some time they chased him. He has to go and hide at the, uh, 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 at the place to protect himself and to defend himself. But he wouldn't fight until he knows the mind of God. And David sought the Lord. Anytime he sought the Lord, there was no single time he sought the Lord when he was defeated. Anytime you seek the Lord, defeat will definitely come upon your life. Say, seek the Lord. Tell somebody, seek the Lord. Say, seek the Lord. Because fear can cause mental torment. Fear can even bring disease. It can paralyze you. It can make your pressure go high. Oh, I haven't done this, but I believe that fear can create your heart to pump in more and work hard to sustain the fear. Fear is not the best. We have a negative fear, which I'm talking about. But don't let that fear touch you. You know, 1 John 4, 18 says, 
Fear has what? Torment. Oh, you don't know what he said? Fear, there is no fear in what? In love. But perfect love casts out what? Fear. Because fear involves what? Torment. How many of you haven't been tortured? When you are afraid, your mind is tortured. Even when you're going to sit on an examination and you can, your mind is tortured. When we even ask you tomorrow, next week to come and preach here, your mind will be tortured throughout the night. You can't sleep. Huh? If they ask you to come and give a speech here that night, even though you spoken, you could speak, you were speaking at home, you are very eloquent. You see, then what, what you are afraid of the outcome. Will I do well? Will I not do well? How will I will I mess up? And all this in the devil will be giving you messages. Preach a long sermon to you. By the time you come. <laughs> You finish yourself, you know you have failed. I remember there was some time, some years back, we had a program and we asked the men to organize something and for somebody to come and give a speech. The person is very good. But he's not good in the church setup. And we should have designed that there's a difference between a church setup and organizational setup. He sat down to the table. We're expecting. I started talking. Food, preparing this and you go and you do this, you do this. Before he finished, he himself didn't understand what he said. <laughs> it doesn't mean that the man was bad. And when I went to him, he himself felt very bad. So I was trying to encourage him. You know me, I know how to encourage people. <laughs> I said, don't worry. We've all messed up before. I told him, look, the first time I stood before people, you know, my feet have turned backward. (laughs) (laughs) That is how I felt. (laughs) I couldn't move. When I finished, they have to come and pick, somebody have to come and hold me. So you are not the only person. And it wasn't a lie. It is truth. My feet turn. In my mind, I see this place have gone like this. And this one have gone like that. Fear. It was at the fellowship. They said, 
Everybody should share. It was my time. Kai, that week, like hell. I didn't know whether I did the right thing. I mean, when I finished myself, I knew. So that you take an exam and after you finish, you know you have passed or you failed. He said, this one, they're my failure. <laughs> so, and that was, the number was about 10 or 15. And that was a large crowd to my eyes that time. I vowed not to be a preacher in life. Brethren, you could be defeated once. Don't let the defeat be your reference point. Let Jesus be your reference point. Let the one victory you've had before be your reference point. That any time, any situation, you meet any situation, refer yourself to that point where Jesus helped you. And when you do that, fear will not have a big place in your life. God bless you.